Disney animated film. I'm your host, Brooke. I'm your other host, Chase. And we have a guest tonight. We have a very, very special guest, a very good friend of me personally, and Brooke now. And the show. <laughs> and the show. Um, so we have Val with us today. Val works as a production coordinator for Disney TV animation, not producing. I'm not that You're not out there yeah. producing Mary Poppins. Gosh. Oh, yeah. That would be wild, though, huh? I do know some folks that did some animation for the Mary Poppins Return. Nice. Yeah. We loved that so much. We did. Uh, so after we recorded Mary Poppins last week, we went and saw Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. and we loved it. <laughs> um, we only cried the whole time. <laughs> I cried literally the entire movie. I was just in tears the whole time, unless I was laughing, and then I was crying from laughing. <laughs> So are you officially endorsing Mary Poppins Returns then? We are. Yeah, it's a bit late. Uh, it came out a month ago today, and this episode is going to come out in like a month. So, <laughs> so look for it on Blu-ray soon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, you were saying, this might be around award seasons, and Brooke, you were saying that you're really anticipating it to get some nominations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the effects were beautiful. The songs were perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I love uh, Lin-Manuel doing the whole um, British slang bit. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, the, um, um, the Leary Speak. Leary Speak, thank you. <laughs> oh, I freaking love that And bit. we've talked about it before. The, the, rom, like, the key to a good rom-com is like you being able to look at each other convincingly. Lin-Manuel can do that. And I... I, I really enjoyed it. I Uh-oh. never was like upset in the movie that he had a crush on the girl. This is exactly we said. We said. We said. <laughs> we needed to record our Mary Poppins Returns feels, so we wouldn't do it. <laughs> Especially because I haven't seen it. We're so sorry. Spoilers. Either way, let Jane Banks be a lesbian, <laughs> please. Oh, okay. Um, hey, you know what? I'm down for lesbians. Nineteen K. No, 1K930. <laughs> oh. Oh. Because the, the, the movie takes place in 1930. Yes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was like, is this a reference in the movie? I don't know. It was like 1K. No, instead of like now we would say 2K19. So. Oh, I get it. <laughs> in this year of our Lord and Savior Mary Poppins, 1K930. Let Jane Hanks feel lesbian. I mean, if she's wearing the pants, then like it's like oh. Catherine Hepburn wearing pants in 1930. Like, mm-hmm. um, everyone was like, "Holy shit, is she a lesbian?" Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I agree. Here's the thing: lesbians, great, old timey lesbians. <laughs> And magical old-timey lesbians. Well, set in a magical setting, old-timey lesbians. Let's let's get real here. That's perfect. So, mm-hmm. like one of the lesbians is Lynn Manuel Miranda. It's perfect. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Have you ever like? Have you seen the posts going around describing Hozier as as like one of the only valid male lesbians? <laughs> no. I know that he's. <laughs> I know that a lot of women who love women support him. Yeah. And, he's, and his long, long... Have you seen that picture? It's, like, him, and, like, he's in the middle, but, like, the two people at the end put their arms around, so it looks like he has very long arms, and he's coming out of the lake. So him and his long, long, lesbian-loving arms. Well, and he writes songs like a lesbian. He never he talks about He never talks about physical attributes, mm-hmm. except for the one with the straw blonde hair. 
Dang. Yeah. Ooh. If there is such a thing as the male lesbian, it is Roger. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think anyone else oh. is valid. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Ever? <laughs> and there is no one in this world valid except for Roger. <laughs> Also, is it pronounced Hozier? That's oh. how I... I don't know. Because uh, I've heard Hozier. And I'm like... <laughs> He's Irish. It's Hozier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that's how they said it on Saturday Night Live. I trust you both. That's how I learned how to pronounce... Don't trust me. That's how I learned how to pronounce the names of famous people as I wait for them to show up on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> that's a good big, metric. That's, that's not bad at all. Brooke, that's actually kind of ingenious. That's how I learned how to say Sher Sharonin. Oh! See, my room... My Sersha. Yeah. I she, thought it was Sersha. Uh, okay, she did the whole song, and her monologue was, it, it's Sersha. Okay. Oh. Sersha. Sersha. Sersha Ronan. So, Val, let's talk to you about your, your childhood with Disney. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we should start there. Um, <laughs> well, we didn't even finish introducing you. Um, <laughs> I was about to Val also does podcasts. <laughs> do you want me to do a little spiel for you? Oh, you have a spiel? No, I was just asking if you would like... I can... I can do anything. If yeah, tell, tell our listeners what you do exactly, because okay. maybe they don't know Great. what production coordinator means. Great. Um, so uh, currently I am a production coordinator in television animation. I'm very, very fortunate to be working for the Walt Disney Company um, in their TV animation department, um, and that's been so cool and scary. <laughs> um, but, uh, and what production coordinator means is that I work with the animation teams and I am part of an animation team um and essentially we're just like kind of a support system and we're really like and I'm not just saying this for me but everyone in the production team is like a backbone for the artists and creatives um not to say that production is not creative production's (laughs) insanely creative trust me um (laughs) But it's a lot of, uh, like, file organization, making sure everyone's getting their stuff in on time. When you go throughout the pipeline of production, things can get messy if the artists are, artists, artists <laughs> are managing everything. So we're really there to help manage. Um, uh, in my position as coordinator, it's, uh, it's more so, at least at, at our workplace uh, and our show, um, it's more specifically uh, the coordinators work with episodes and make sure that everything kind of is together for those episodes. And we communicate with our overseas studios, we talk with kind of higher ups, email people, make sure our legal department's okaying everything, talk with the showrunners to be like, hey, what are you looking for in this episode? Okay, let's make sure that we have time and money to get this all done. Um, And yeah, and it's been a blast. Uh, It really, very, very fortunate to be working for Disney and also the team that I'm working for. Um, and yeah, so do you want to talk about your show? Uh, yeah, sure. So I currently work for um, a television show called Big City Greens. Um, it's on Disney Channel right now, and there's reruns on Disney XD. Um, and that's again super cool. It's about a country family that goes to live in the city. Um, and that's pretty much the nice little cute premise. Our main character is Cricket Green. He is an adventurous little boy. <laughs> um, he has a sister, Tilly, who I love to death, and she's the best. I'm sorry to everyone that I work with, especially Chris and Shane, the showrunners, but Tilly is the best character on that entire show. Uh, I love her. Um, but Cricket is uh, Tilly's, they're siblings. Um, and then they have a father, Bill. Um, who is a farmer and he works uh, he he farms in their little home in the city and then sells it at the farmer's market 
And then uh, the grandma, who lived in the city, and then the city kind of grew around her when she was when it used to be the country. Um, and they all live together, and it's just kind of wacky hijinks ensue with the country family interacting with the city. <laughs> um, and then we just big reveal a few months ago. We just uh, had uh, the mom, uh, Cricket and Tilly's mom, come back. She's is- my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, and it's really cool because this is, I think. Like, one of the first representations of, like, a parent who's been away, like, Mm. and, uh, it's, spoiler alert, (laughs) fast forward if you don't, if you want to find out yourself, but, uh, Cricket and Tilly's mom was in jail, uh, and she got out of jail, and now she's kind of, and her and Bill are divorced, so she's kind of, like, integrating back into, like, being in their lives, and, uh, lots of season two, or, not season two, but, like, later on in season one episodes that she's kind of back in their lives and having this cool family unit and it's really nice and it's a really fun family show i'm sorry i blabbed about that <laughs> no, I asked you to talk about it <laughs> um so you work with two podcasts right oh yeah and then on the other side um flip side of my life uh i work uh with podcast i do a lot of production work as you both know <laughs> um, i like doing that sort of thing but um, I work with uh, a few podcasts right now. The two big ones um, are I work with The Cryptic Keeper, which I am their audio engineer. Well, their audio engineer. They like to call me the audio wizard, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> That's a good title. <laughs> I like audio wizard. Um, and um, Alex and Addison are the co-hosts of that, and they go and they talk about cryptozoology in kind of like a fun and friendly kind of way. Um they just did an episode on, oh, dang, I forgot. I, there's, a, there's been a lot of fun episodes, but if you don't know what cryptids are, it's kind of like Bigfoot and Mothman, animals that may or may not exist. Um, but yeah, that's been fun. Uh, they're both lovely human beings right now. They're actually, I'll plug that later. <laughs> um, I was just like, we want to try to get a live show this year, so I'll get into that. If you guys need someone to open for you. <laughs> Um, and then um, the podcast I co-host, actually, with my lovely co-host, May, um, we do a Pushing Daisies review podcast called Plucking Daisies. And if you don't know what Pushing Daisies is... Oh, man. <laughs> I love Pushing Daisies so much. I was going to say, if you don't know what Pushing Daisies is, it's a really good show um, from the 2007-2008. Um, Lee Pace is in it. If you're a fan of Lee Pace, he's beautiful. Uh, Anna Frail is in it too. Um, uh, Kristen Chenoweth, uh, <laughs> and it's made by Brian Fuller, who did the Hannibal series, mm-hmm. the recent Hannibal series, mm-hmm. and it's just like a really. He, Brian Fuller also did American Gods, right? He did American Gods, this is yeah. most recent work. Yes, um, not season two though. Season okay. one, he was the head of that. Um, and uh, we have a lot of fun with that, and we we're kind of like it's a little bit more looser. We don't get super critical on things, but uh, we have a lot of fun with that, and it's a good time. Yeah, and you guys really should listen to Plucking Daisies because one, I was a guest. Yes. On it. Yeah. Uh, so end of season. <laughs> season one finale was my my special episode. Mm-hmm. But um, also, we stole a lot of our format from them because I love them. <laughs> so if you want to know why we do our podcast the way we do our podcast, is because Plucking Daisies did it first. <laughs> no. Hey, the whole podcast community is a one big friend. I would hope um <laughs> but yeah um and then i work uh, I, I did like social media for a few mm-hmm. podcasts i'm actually going to start doing social media for another podcast coming up about creativity nice. but i won't get into that i do a lot of like side work too i do freelance for like animated shorts and podcasts and 
stuff like that. So you worked, uh, my favorite project you've worked on is the Taz animated trailer. Yeah, I worked on <laughs> I worked on the Adventure Zone animated trailer, which was really cool. Um, that's been a lot of fun to like see that kind of grow, and it's been a it's been a year now. Yeah, I realized wild. Wow, I remember when that dropped because yeah. I remember lying awake in bed in a hotel room. <laughs> How am I going to make this cosplay? Because I'm going to do it. Could I do it tonight? I could do it tonight if I went home at 3 in the morning, made it, came back to con the next day. I'll say this. If you're uh, interested in listening to The Adventure Zone by the McElroy Brothers and you haven't yet, we have, there's a little mini trailer that's animated mm-hmm. on the internet that I worked on. So you should check it out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Brooke. No. But we are... We're all big fans of the adventure zone. Uh, yeah, no, I'm between just... the three of us, I think we've got three copies of the graphic novel and everything. Oh, how many do you have? I have two copies. I have oh, two copies. I have one. Never mind. There are five between the two of us. Three of, three us. of us. However many there are. <laughs> I have um, one autographed copy and one that I loaned. Right, right. I have my Travis autographed one and then my loaner, which is out. I think mine's Griffin and Carrie. Oh, that's thing choice. I need double check. Choice. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, do we want to talk short first or yeah. Disney history first? Oh, do we want to talk? Let's talk Val's Disney history okay. first. Disney history okay. first. Right, let's do this. Favorite movie growing up. Okay. Um, my favorite movie growing up is Lion King. Okay. Um, that was a great film. I was really into lions. <laughs> um, it was weird because my two favorite animals were like lions and dolphins. And like, I'm pretty sure I wanted to ask my mom this, but my mom, when I called her about it, she's like very busy and they like, my parents watch football. Today is Sunday. So <laughs> yep. my parents watch football on Sunday. And so she was like, uh, Val, can you just call me back later? And I was like, okay, I love you. <laughs> um, but uh, from my memory, it was Lion King. Um, second was probably Mulan. So. Nice, nice. And then is that different from like your favorite movie today or yes. favorite recent movie? Yes. Um, I would say that Mulan is now for sure my favorite Disney film. Um, it's just got so much more, I don't know, like as I've grown as an adult and being part, someone who is part of the LGBT community, um, it's it's always like, and, and usually like I, I like a lot of films from, uh, Disney films from like the 60s and mm-hmm. that's kind of like the era and that's what the film mm-hmm. kind of close to what we're doing today. And I would probably want to say like Jungle Book kind of in that like top five and stuff like that. But um, every single time I watch Mulan, I'm, I break into tears and I burst out laughing. Like, and you, not every film does that for mm-hmm. me, you know? And I'm not, when I try to watch something, I try not to be as reactive, but it's, it's always got this such strong sense of storytelling. And it's also got this resonance with me mm-hmm. that personally, and mm-hmm. it, just, it resonates with me personally. And it's just like a great film. Great, great yeah. film. I think too, like, we can talk obviously when we get to Mulan, but like of that era, it's one of the more visually appealing ones too. Oh, absolutely like, stunning! I remember um, uh, again this. Uh, I, I just went home recently um, for the holidays, and um, we had it on TV. And I remember uh, after uh, Girl Worth Fighting for mm-hmm. that, just like I like when they reveal that the village is gone Ugh. I like paused it and I was I went on like a 10 minute thing with my parents I was like that is one of the best reveals how dare anyone else trying to do this blah 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 I was like oh. and I still get, I, I'm thinking about it I got chills now just like but movie has so many points like that too mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. very good mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Anyway. um no what's our next question hmm. um 
What's your favorite Disney princess? Oh, princess slash hero. Yeah, princess and hero are kind of interchangeable. Yeah. That's but... fair. That's true. Okay. Um, you could do princess and hero if mm-hmm. you want to differentiate. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard because, you know, <laughs> Mulan. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We have the epitome of princess hero combo. <laughs> but um, uh, I don't know. I should have looked at your questions more thoroughly because I don't know what's coming up. Because uh, I just went on a thing about Mulan. I, I'm also tempted to say like one of my favorite like characters. Yeah. Do you? What? Let me see your questions. <laughs> we don't, have, we don't have right now. Dang. Um, just whatever. Okay. Uh, I love the genie. Yes. <laughs> Genie's powerful. Um, you know, Tigger. I see that you chose the Tigger I mug. I don't know if you did that on purpose. Yeah, I did. I went through all of my mugs looking for a mug for you, and it was Tigger. <laughs> I'm I'm very much someone who likes. Actually, the other mug was Mulan. It oh. was torn between Tigger. And Mulan. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, there, I, I I gravitate a lot towards uh, like the side characters, characters who you know bring take away the tension and kind of like bring their own elements of like fun and craziness and wackiness into the story because i think it's important to have that levity um because sometimes when you watch a movie especially nowadays uh, it gets very like serious and it gets very heavy mm-hmm. and i try not to bring myself down too much when i consume that sort of media um, because we already live in like such a wacky world right Mm -hmm. now so I've always been kind of tied to kind of like those side characters who have fun but if we're gonna go just straight up like princess slash hero definitely Mulan generally so many (laughs) (laughs) so many (laughs) oh Disney villain would be our next question um that's tough Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. Yes. Because, <laughs> um, and I, did, I, to be fair, you did send me the questions, and I did look at the questions. We and can that was, also edit out long pauses. Oh, no. That's, <laughs> this is not an issue. You know me and talking. That's not an issue. Um, I can always fill in the space, like right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. It's it just like Disney. I feel like Disney has such good appealing villains in everything that they do. Like, when I hopped in the shower, I was like, oh, well, probably Dr. Facilier. Like, mm. he's great. He's, like, all his visual, mm-hmm. the, his drive, just being, like, straight up, like, like that design, yeah. like, and him existing as that character is so cool. Um, but then I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, but, like, Hades exists. Mm. And, I, and I'm like, <laughs> like, talk about, like, just, like, I don't know, that experience, like, watching him on screen, like, there was something that, like, I was drawn to, and, like, later on, I was like, he's a little bit gay. (laughs) I was was gonna say queer icon. Oh, yeah, like, (laughs) he's definitely, like, got some queer coding in him, like, at least I, that's what I believe. Um, And, like, then I was thinking about it, I was like, well, if we're talking about design, we have to talk about Corella DeVille, Mm -hmm. and, like, just, like, how she kind of morphs and transforms throughout the film, she's but like she like even her start she's like scary and creepy and you kind of get a little bit of sense of that from um uh Yzma and uh mm-hmm. sorry now I'm just rambling so you're you, just saying all of the yeah, Disney all of the Disney <laughs> are powerful and strong um but like that Disney does such a great job with villains mm-hmm. that when I saw that I was like I'm not gonna be able to say one very fair, very fair. so oh is there a villain you would dunk on I mean, all of them. 
Oh, you know what? My brain just went to, and I haven't seen it in a while, so I don't know the villain's name, but my brain immediately, when you said Duncan, went to the guy, the the the, the colonist from Pocahontas. Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. like, my brain just was like, that smug face. <laughs> and him wearing that whole gold suit. Like, I wouldn't, that but like. <laughs> wouldn't you? Oh, I would. But, but like, I still hate him. I still don't think he's a good guy. Um, I'm just like hammy as hell. Um, yeah, dunk on him. Mm-hmm. And also, um, Cinderella's stepmother. Like, oh, I would absolutely sure. throw her in the garbage. I would crumple up <laughs> like a little basketball player. Boom, she's gone. She's gone. She's awful. Mm-hmm. The worst. <laughs> Sorry, I just rambled. Yeah. Ugh. We asked you a question. You yeah. gave us yeah. a very thorough answer. Uh, and what is your favorite Disney song? Uh, that one. <laughs> work for Disney so obviously anything you sing is a Disney song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah obviously. That's they, how it works. Oh yeah, contractually yeah, I can't sing. Even if I yeah, sing... Yeah, we're going to have to remove the disclaimer at the end of this yep. episode. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, You know, I have to say, the one that kind of... This is so lame. Actually, it's probably not lame. Like, you know, the song that really kind of always gets me through things is uh, Bare Necessities. Yes. It's just... Like, you think about it, and you automatically... I'm thinking about it now, and I'm getting shivers. Uh, You just think about it, and it really makes you feel like, you know, the world's problems and your problems and things in your life can be kind of, like, made light. And, like, Mm -hmm. can you be like, okay, well, you know what? Like, you look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. (laughs) Forget about your worries and your strife. Hmm? (laughs) Um, And it just... Yeah, I don't know. It reminds me a lot of growing up, too, in, like, a simpler time, if that doesn't sound corny. Um, <laughs> but, like, it, it, it really, sometimes when I'm, like, really stressed out, I find myself, like, humming it or just, like, you know, putting it on my iTunes or Spotify or whatever. This is not sponsored by iTunes or Spotify. <laughs> um, we are on um, iTunes and Spotify. Ooh, great. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, I just, like put it on and it, it makes me feel a lot better about the things going on in my life and I think Baloo is so great Baloo just makes me happy reminds me of just like all the good in the world even though it can be like he's definitely like a selfish character <laughs> I relate big mood I relate <laughs> um but uh yeah I think Fair Necessities is a very important song and I think it might be my favorite yeah the end um, related, since Ooh. this is our Valentine's Day special, Ooh. favorite love song? Oh, uh, no chance, no way, I won't say it, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well played. Uh, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. You ready to talk about our short? Yes, yeah. let's talk about the art of skiing. <laughs> Pronounced she. Okay, so I looked up the etymology of the word ski. There is no evidence. Well, okay, so it depends on if you want to go on the on the um, on the Scandinavian route or the Old English route. If you go Old English, then like she is right. But since it's so associated with Germanic speaking, you know, areas, ski is correct. Brooke. I love you so much for doing that little reason. You're just like, I just want to clarify. Disney animators are wrong. 
I respect you and only you. <laughs> well, I mean, wouldn't you want to fight the Disney Animation Department from the 40s? Oh, every single last one. <laughs> to be fair, n- not all, no, not every single last one. I no, knew someone from, who worked on Lady and the Tramp back in the day, and I'm like, I respect you. She was uh, she was a woman, and mm-hmm. I was like, I respect you for being able to put up with the dudes and the you know that kind of vibe. Because I mean, it was there. It yeah. happens. Yeah. So I was like, Joanna, I respect you and only you. <laughs> and Brooke, anyway. <laughs> so the art of skiing is one of the many art of goofy shorts. Is it the first one? No, I think. Okay. Uh, well, I think the first one, like in that kind of realm, was. To play baseball or how to the, yeah I first. think the baseball one then the skiing then obviously the hooking up your home yeah. entertainment system <laughs> but I'd have to check and you you can email Chase and Brooke don't email me if I'm wrong <laughs> but, be the first person to email email us yeah, yeah. Do a correction on whether yeah you know what that's fine is. actually I mean like that that's that's how that's how much you know. Hey, we, we have this we have this email address. Please use it, even if it's for pedantry. Actually, um, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Don't look it up because I have it up. Okay. But you have to email if I'm right or wrong. <laughs> you have to make the initiative. I'll let you guys in on the 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 secret. Uh huh. So uh-huh. you know, but okay, you have okay, to email okay. Okay, right okay. or wrong. Um, but yeah, so there's a bunch of how to and um, the art of skiing. Started that. Oh damn it! I revealed it. <laughs> you did. It's okay. Um, we can we can we can bleep that. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, this is where we use the first goofy laugh. That we from now on, because you the <laughs> <laughs> And that is the first time you ever hear the goofy holler. The the very sensual goofy <laughs> um, which is like one of my favorite audio tracks. Like in like that classic realm. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if you this might be first documentation of this because I can't find it anywhere on the internet, but I know I'm not wrong. Um, on Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters in Disneyland, the ride when you go by the uh, robot graveyard, it's mm-hmm. like a bunch of it's just like two robots in front and they like flashlights and there's a bunch of like wiry looking things. Um, and they have a bunch of robot s- noises. One of them is a pitched-up version of that goofy scream. Ooh. Yeah. Boom. Internet, check it out. I'm right. <laughs> Boom. But this is the hot gossip that you can get for if you're looking for Disney ride facts. Right there. <laughs> Perfect. Boom. First to know. No, but uh, but I, I but that sound clip just brings me so much joy in my life. <laughs> Goofy's a good boy. It's an excellent sound clip. It's so good and it's multi-purpose and wonderful usage throughout all of history, honestly. <laughs> Including this podcast. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Boom. So um, I really liked the two opening gags, like well, I don't know if it's a gag with Goofy just, like, sleeping with all his crap on top of the bed. Me, always. <laughs> I was a little bit you, but it's, like, me in blankets and then my cat. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. isn't good because I can't sleep if it's too hot, but I also can't sleep if I don't have a million blankets and one of them weighs 15 mm-hmm. pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh. I have identical. I sleep with, like, five layers and a cat. But then I get really hot. I'm like, well, I guess I'm just going to lie here now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say... um, 
all the drawings that they did for like these specific like very extreme poses are so so good especially when he's like waking up and he's putting on the skis and the she's uh and just like there's so much good posing and oh it's just good to look at it's yeah. like i don't know like if you're into animation history i feel like just like watching like how goofy moves in that is such like a lesson in itself mm-hmm. sorry no i think I no it's i think that's valid for a lot of like goofy sh- yeah. old shorts because i remember you remember the 21st night of September. <laughs> Gonna get sued by a member <laughs> of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. <laughs> is that Earth, Wind, and Fire? No. Yeah, it is. Oh, oh thank God. <laughs> you remember? Does your pocket say PFT? As in Paul of Pause for a second, and we talked about Paul Tompkins just now. I just want to say, if you want to listen to Plucking Daisy, he was in Daisies. He was in an episode, and we talked about him to an extent. Um, I mean, Paul it's pre, it's pre mustache Paul Tompkins, but that's okay too. Oh no, so good, so good. Oh, anyway, uh-huh. you remember um, in nope, Saludos Amigos, in Saludos yeah. Amigos, I remember having that same like thought about his. Um, mm-hmm. Movements when he's being a gaucho in mm-hmm. Brazil, Argentina, <laughs> Argentina. <laughs> I have to. We have established my memory is garbage. I have to email Alan Taylor tonight and tell him you said that. Oh, uh oh. Okay. Uh-oh. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. One of my favorites is uh, Goofy just being entirely pants, mm-hmm. and that was like a mm-hmm. that was a very good drawing. <laughs> and then the other one is uh, Goofy's head in the ski shoe. Yeah. And his body outside of it. Like, that was powerful. Mm-hmm. Love that. That was funny. I liked when he had his hands in the wrong spot mm-hmm. on the sweater. Ooh. And his head was sticking out the arm. I like, <laughs> also, when he was asleep, I like how it was so cold. His You couldn't just see his breath. His breath was, you could see it, and then it snowed back down. Yeah. <laughs> this is so smart. So fun. Yeah. That's a fun little time. Like, just, like, even while he's sleeping, there's always got to be something moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pretty much the short. Yeah, I mean, it's a good short. <laughs> it was very good. I can't recommend it enough. Like, yeah. it's just like a fun time. I remember watching it when I was a kid for the very first time. Most of my stories in relating to, like, Disney stuff is just, like, remembering, like, stuff with my parents and whatever. Um, and my family. Um, but uh, I, I remember seeing that short for the first time um, because... We watched it at Disney World, um, and that was one of that we we stayed. There's a campground at Disney World, and we would go there a lot when we were when I was kids, not when my parents were kids. <laughs> um, and they had a screening area, and that's where they also saw because we had discussed maybe doing Runaway Brain for mm-hmm. this, but you'll see it later, audience. <laughs> um, trust me. Um, I, that's where I also saw Runaway Brain, and I saw a lot of like shorts. I think that's where I also saw Chips Ahoy. Oh. Um, which is another one I was talking about with yeah. Donald Duck and Chippendale. Um, yeah. I think I just watched a lot of shorts at that little campground. I think it's still up. I don't know. It's, hey, you should email in and, <laughs> and uh, tell us if the campground for... East Coast listeners, please tell us. Or, you know what? I could just call my cousin because they do Disney travel. No, because you got to get those emails. you got to get those emails. Okay, so even if you are my cousin, email us. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Brooke's cousin, you have to email. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, it, just like the nice little campground and like watching those shorts. And I remember just like being like, oh, Goofy's my dad. <laughs> like, that's just my dad. Uh, <laughs> that guy, that guy. Huh? <laughs> Goofy's a good dad. <laughs> Oh, man, I have one more story, and then we're done. And then I'll stop <laughs> telling you all my dumb stories. No, I can... we, we, they're not dumb. We love them. Oh, trust me. <laughs> um, so, Goofy Movie. This yes. is, I'll make it quick. Um, Goofy Movie, uh, like that movie as a kid, didn't really remember it too much. I didn't have, like, any close nostalgic factor. I know Bree Williams, you add on, and then mm-hmm. our other roommate, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Um, they both have a really close connection with it. But I just, I watched it for sure, didn't really remember too much of it. Um, fast forward, we're watching it like seven or eight months ago in our apartment, and there's this part where Goofy talks about how he's gonna go like fish on his fishing trip, like all alone. I'm going all alone. Oh, Max, like, uh, and I was like sitting there, and as I was processing this, I like started sti- like straightening out, and then they were like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "I need to call my dad," and I called my dad, and I was like. Hey, Dad? And he's like, yeah, what's up? And I was like, remember, you, you know what you say a lot? You say that, like, to guilt us into doing things. You're, oh, I'm going to go all alone to the store <laughs> and all alone to do this. And then you guilt us. I was like, did you get that from Goofy Movie? And he just bursts out laughing. <laughs> and he's like, you didn't pick up on that sooner? <laughs> he's like, a Goofy taught me how to be a dad. <laughs> I don't think you understood that we watched that movie so much so that I could learn how to be a dad and embarrass you and be a total goofball. And I was just like, I had this realization that I was like, my dad learned how to dad from Goofy. Because uh, I have an older brother and we're really close in age. So that makes sense for like the 90s. Mm-hmm. I was like, he just watched Goofy movie and learned how to be a dad. I was like... You little goblin man. <laughs> so mad. I was so like, I just like got off the phone. I was like, well, that's great to know. <laughs> so I guess we should have your dad as our guest. For you should. Actually, Lindsay's going to be our guest. Yeah, I was going to say. But, yeah. <laughs> Lindsay's the, uh, the big fan. Um, all right. Well, that, that could also be our, our opening show for uh, Cryptid Keeper because Bigfoot's in it. <laughs> Making that joke, I was like, "What would we even like? What cryptid movie is still Disney that we could do?" You're like, "Please, Goofy please, movie would work." <laughs> They're very lovely people. No, um, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got nothing else. Goofy's good. And so, um, next up is our feature. Feature this week is Aristocats. Meow meow. The Aristocats. Mm-hmm. Meow meow. Um. So. When was the last time you watched this film? What do you remember about it? Oh, uh, probably when I was a youth. Um, <laughs> which is funny because Brie has every Disney movie of all time in our home. And, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I remember. Okay, so I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm not a cat person. I like, like, I don't like the idea of being a cat or a dog person. Mm-hmm. Like, cats are cool. Dogs are cool. Amen. Yeah, love them both. Why can't we just live in the same (laughs) sphere um but uh i remember when i was a kid i really liked aristocats because there's like just so many like the animation 
animation is really cool and like you can kind of see some of like the rough movements of mm-hmm. it and like the color choices are so cool the backgrounds are beautiful I mean really when I was a kid like I was so into anime like I knew I wanted to go into animation somehow because you watch all those movies and it's just like you can't help but be inspired mm-hmm. also remember there's some problematic stuff in it yeah. <laughs> regarding yeah. uh yeah, we could get into it later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I even, again, I told you I went to Disney World when I was a kid, and I even had a little Marie stuffed plush, um, and I, I carried it around with me everywhere until it got gross because it was white. <laughs> um, and it got real gross, um, and I wanted it so bad. Um, but, like, oh, oh, man, and then creme de creme, and just like, oh, man, you can't, oh, I, that looks so good. Like, oh, man. And maybe I'm... Wait, that's correct, right? That's a thing. Yes, okay. I was like, wait, am I correct? Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, just like there's little moments of that film. I know... I do recall, I believe they live with an opera singer, right? And she has a butler. And, like, she practices and, like, you can hear... Like, gosh, it's been a while. When's the last time you guys saw it? Um, it's been a long time. It's been in the last year or so. It was, oh. it was on. It was on a streaming service pretty recently. Oh, okay. I hope I didn't watch it when my Chinese friend was staying with me at Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> oh, and there was a drunk goose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Can I say hell? Yes. Hell yeah, then. <laughs> and hell yes. No. Uh, their uncle, right? He was like yeah. their uncle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I remember uh, Thomas O'Malley being like mm. the coolest. Mm. Oh no, <laughs> Chase and Brace Love with Murray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I was twenty. What Frankenstein teen? Twenty yeah. Frankenstein teen? That what we're calling this I, year? I, I got. That was twenty by teen. Twenty by teen. Teen. Twenty women loving women teen. Twenty everything teen. Yeah. Twenty. But uh, get your monster 20. sexy right. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say. You know what? It's I, fine. I. I shouldn't actually no. I did know. I think I wrote it down somewhere. It was like, yeah, Chase, Chase, Chase and Mel are going to are going to um, be horny on Maine for Thomas O'Malley. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Excuse me. When I was a child, I wanted to be Thomas O'Malley. I don't think you understand. Even better. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I try not to ever be that on Maine. <laughs> There's like one instance and then I was like, that's bad and deleted it. I was like, that's not something I want people to view me as. Um, But I am weird on Maine. Um, And one of the weird things I would say is I am Thomas O'Malley, the cat. Uh, That's my persona, I guess. Um, No, he was just so cool. And I was like, I was like, oh man, there's like one, you, you know, when you grow up as like a LGBT kind of kid, you don't realize certain things lead to certain things down the line and you hook it up later in life. But one of the moments that I realized gender stuff was a little funky for me uh, was like the the characters I related to most were just like cool goofs. Mm-hmm. And like, like I really, again, gravitated toward the genie because I was like, genie can be whatever he wants. Like, whatever. It doesn't matter. And he's like, a woman over there, a man over there, a little dog <laughs> over there, and whatever. But, like, it's those, like, cool, aloof, like, like Thomas O'Malley, like, Baloo, and all of that. Like, I just, like, gravitated mm-hmm. toward that. And then you grow up, and you're like, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, that checks out. Yeah, that that tracks. Um, But yeah, so really wanted to be Thomas O'Malley. Um, But yeah, I think. I think on that, we can go watch our movie. Yeah, movie time. Hey, wait. Do you want to tell them where we're going to watch this movie? We can. Or we could make them wait. Oh, let's make them wait. Let's make them wait. All right, we'll see you there. Don't please cut that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why can't we say yeet when we come back? It's gonna be our new tradition now. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, everyone just wants to be a cat, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should we start by telling people where we're recording? Yes. Uh, I think you guys should tell everyone where we're recording. <laughs> I mean, not specifically. But <laughs> Um, but we're at Disney TV Animation Studios right now. One of the studios, right? Aren't there two? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's several. Several? Okay. <laughs> we're at the one where Val works. Yes. <laughs> um, I've, I thought about breaking into the main lot, into the animation hat, and then I was like, you know what? We could do it. And then we tried and then got arrested. So actually, it's been two weeks since I've seen these two. And it's been... I barely have my job still. No, I'm kidding. Um... Chase, you've been here before. I um, have. Brooke, what's it like being around? What do you think? Uh, it's very, very cool. <laughs> I am I'm still kind of like, I didn't think that you could really be starstruck by a place. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool place. It yeah. is. Yeah. I've, I've, I was showing them around a little bit, not into anywhere secret, obviously, if you're my boss and listening to this. <laughs> um, but I was just showing them around a little bit, and I'm... I'm you know, there's all this fun stuff and fun history and mm-hmm. that you can kind of see. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys enjoy that. Yeah. I, I'm sorry that I'm not Disney feature, but that does no. do something. Well, I mean, honestly, Great. Like, <laughs> sorry I'm not Steamboat Willie, but I'm... Uh, <laughs> but I am Donald Duck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Aristocats! Aristocats? <laughs> Aristocats. Uh, so this film is 1970. Mm-hmm. Um, it is often considered the first film that is not Waltz, mm-hmm. which is only partially true. Um, it is the first film that opens with a Walt Disney production rather than, Walt right? Walt Disney Presents. Yes, exactly. Um, so that's kind of why it's like the beginning of the Disney Dark Ages. Which is... Um, yeah, like one, this movie doesn't feel any different, right? From like mm-hmm. Sword in the Stone or... Mm-hmm. Um, any of their films. Um, but also, like, Walt did have a lot of work in Aristocats. Like, he approved the initial script, mm-hmm. um, which, fun fact, guys, oh. this was supposed to be live action. Oh. What? Yeah, the Aristocats began as a two-part live action television special. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Would they have had animated elements or just all full live action? I think action? it was supposed to just be all live action. It was mostly shenanigans oh. as a maiden and butler tried to kill the cats. Wow. And then Duchess hides her kittens from them in oh various homes in Paris. Oh wow. Gosh. Yeah. That's really cool, actually. Like, that's really cool to know. And I, I would have lo- been very interested in seeing how yeah. that would have ended up. I feel like if it had done that, it probably would have been, like, 
lost to time. Yeah. In a way, mm-hmm. a lot of those, like, Walt Disney television stuff was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it would have been really interesting. But Walt is one of the people who initially approved it to go back to animation. Mm-hmm. Or go to animation instead. That's Good call. So. Yeah. Thank you, Walt. Thanks, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so from history of Aristocats. That's so um, Chase did so much research. He did so much research. <laughs> I, I feel bad. I was thinking about doing research. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I feel like we is never, a lot This of is my... my first time doing research before we record. <laughs> hey! We usually do our research like immediately before or during. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's smart. See? You're a smart cat. I don't know. (laughs) I got nothing. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, did this movie hold up to, like, your expectations and memories? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Brooke, do you want to go first? And then I'll talk for 48 years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We can start with the opening credits. Yeah. Which were fun and animated. Yes, they were Mm -hmm. fun and animated. We haven't seen that in in a hot second. Um, And I really enjoyed the fact that they got Maurice Chevalier out of mm-hmm. retirement to record the song. <laughs> we watched that, yeah, the, uh, what was the special, the little extra tidbit called uh, again? Sh- Aristocats of music or something? Oh yeah, yeah the, the Aristocrats. Aristocrats. Sherman Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, being Aristocrats. And they were talking about that experience of mm-hmm. just like, yeah, and then sent music over and now, like, out of retirement. Boom. Like, yep. you're good. <laughs> yes, I do want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> that was really cool, mm-hmm. though. And it was very good. Yeah, it was mm-hmm, very good. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say it would be my favorite song, but, like, Everybody Wants to Be Cat is so good. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. That's the... Well, that brings down the house. Like, yeah. that's the... Yeah. That's the core. Yeah. And visually, too, and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. all the songs... Um, I thought there would be, like, something that I would have forgotten. Because, you know, you wa- rewatch right, a film right, and then you're right. like, eh, I don't remember. I knew I remembered all of them. I was like, <laughs> ah! Like, it would, some of them were, like, a delightful, like, oh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. And then kind of pick up. But, like, overall, there wasn't anything that I was like, huh? I don't remember this at all. And they're all so catchy and fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just... Um, we have some fun casting things like people that we haven't heard from in a while mm-hmm. and a newcomer that we'll have a couple more times. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so this is Eva Gabor. Eva Gabor? Eva Gabor. Eva Gabor. Eva Gabor. <laughs> Eva Gabor's Gabor? first film. <laughs> Her sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is Eva's first Disney film, so that's mm-hmm. kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a like, this actually is a pretty big star cast. It does. Um, Goodness gracious. Yeah, the Pigeon Sisters are the Gooses, and they mm-hmm. were pretty famous and popular at the time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Phil Harris, very well known. Um, and our old favorite... Sterling Holloway! <laughs> <laughs> I, I freaking love that guy. And, and the, Bill, Bill the... Thompson, too, back as Uncle Waldo, but Sterling Holloway! <laughs> I was going to say... As the cutest little, like, mouse. Adorable. With the button eyes Mm -hmm. and just, like, leggy and just, like, he's good. He's very good. good. Uh, And that's just, like, a classic sound, too. Just, like, his voice is very classic. And, oh, sorry. Yeah. We all have a lot of Disney nostalgia tied to his voice. (laughs) So I, you like Jungle Book a lot. Do you remember the opening credits of Jungle Book? No. Okay, because we've tried to talk about this before. We don't remember what the opening credits of Jungle Book are. Um, we will have watched it by the time this goes out. Right, right but we haven't watched it yet. But so I want to talk about the animated opening, because mm-hmm. I don't Ooh. remember if Jungle Book's opening credits are animated. Because we had it in 101 Dalmatians, didn't have it for Sword in the Stone. We went back oh. to the tapestry look with mm-hmm. the credits on top of tapestry. Yes, that's right. I remember that. And then I don't know what Jungle Book's opening credits look like. Oh, boy. 
Huh. I guess we'll have to talk about it on Jungle Book. You know, mm-hmm. something tells me, if we can take gambles and guesses, mm-hmm. something tells me it wasn't animated. Mm. But well, we'll see. Maybe I'm guess, wrong. Email know. us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it won't matter by the time this episode comes Actually, out. Actually, don't email me. Email them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It won't matter. Um, no, yeah. I, I'm taking a guess that they're not animated. Because I remember... Wait a minute. I have a vague memory of, like, the little elephant on a white background. Yeah. 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 No. I wonder if it's very Robin Hood-esque opening credits. Oh. But that would be, like, yeah. the beginning of a trend then, and the Aristocats is just part of that trend. Maybe. Yeah. So. I like how you said it's just part of a trend. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. I, like I didn't mean it to sound that way. <laughs> I just meant, like, that's a cool new thing that we're doing. There's this concept and art, which is the old thing. Madame Adelaide, who is just mm-hmm. living... The best life. (laughs) She made a lot of money doing opera. She lives alone with her cats. Mm -hmm. In a nice place. In a real nice place in Paris. Left bank or right bank? I wouldn't know. Okay, never mind. Sorry. No. (laughs) Okay. Elaborate. Um, So Paris has two sides. There's the left bank and the right bank, like depending on which side of the Seine you're on. And I don't know how it was in 1910, but the, like... I've gotten the sense I've never been to Paris. Oh no, please! That, that the right that the right bank is a little bit more traditional, and then the left bank is you know you get Montmartre, you get um, it's a little more liberty, I guess. Oh, isn't the left bank where like all the artists go yeah. to drink and draw? Okay, yeah. so okay, so we're gonna say left bank for like. Like the band, the the mm-hmm. stray cat band, and like for that guy who's drinking just straight up out of the bottle wine at a cafe <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the day. In yeah. the middle of the day, <laughs> that guy's on the left bank for sure. What? So, but Madame Adelaide, I mean, she's an old she's an old spinster cat lady, right? That feels mm-hmm. pretty left bank to me. Yeah, right. And, really, and going to leave her entire state to her cats. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. I think it's left bank. Supposedly, it's based on an actual French story from 1910 where a woman left all her money to her cats, but I could not find validity oh. for that source. But I did find a lot of stories of people leaving millions of dollars to their cats. Right. Um, that As happens they should. Apparently, quite frequently. Um, <laughs> if I may, just a sidebar, I was just having a talk with my mom. I always talk to my mom. If I said that earlier in the podcast, it's because I... Talk to my mom literally every other day. Um, I was just having a conversation with my mother um, where she was uh, she was like, yeah, this girl went away to college and her dad didn't know what to do with her cats and he was allergic. So he got an apartment for their cats <laughs> and he goes to feed them twice a day oh my God. and play with them and the apartments like it's apartment in LA for cats just throwing it out there for cats that sounds right yeah I was yeah. like well and I saw and I said to her I was like you know only in LA mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that that Kevin the homeless man who used to live on my street in South Central would just love that story right exactly that that, that was our conversation mm-hmm. I was like mm, yep you know there's a crisis out here but mm-hmm. all right sure mm-hmm. dude get uh, apartment for your cats mm-hmm. and I was like if you have that much money just build a garage in your backyard you yeah. probably have a backyard with or that much money or pay someone who doesn't have a home to take care of the cats mm-hmm. and it, live with them in the boom. apartment god smart mm. <laughs> and then the cats have a home and someone has a home right mm-hmm. boom alright if you're listening guy <laughs> <laughs> just be <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> um, and I 
realized something that I think I always thought as a child, but hmm. like just like holy cow, and then I spent the whole rest of the film backing it up. Oh yeah, <laughs> tell it, tell it to the. Girl. I am Marie. My first brother is Berlioz, and my second brother is Toulouse. Sorry, <laughs> brothers three and four. You're not, no. You, you could be Fru-Fru and Rookfort. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, you know you know, you know, the little one. He's more of an Edgar. Yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. He's not listening. <laughs> That's good. How little is he? 17. Oh, a little, so a little punk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well. Actually, I was watching it, and, like, weirdly enough... Um, something felt very reminiscent, and it might just be the three siblings thing, but it felt very reminiscent of, like, Animaniacs. Mm. Um, and I don't know why. Like, kind of, like, obviously not that mm-hmm. high yeah. scale of, like, yeah. energetic, but just some, like, the energy of how they interact with one yeah. another. And maybe that's a three siblings thing. Yeah, but. you have kind of, you have, like, the, you have the prissy girl, you have kind of the, the straight man, and then you have the goofball. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. And Which is the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, like I there's only four years between me and my second brother, and then there's two between me and my first brother, and two mm-hmm. between brothers one and two, and then our other two brothers are much younger. Mm-hmm. So that's fair. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Plus, you know, when I was watching this, I probably only had two or three brothers. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And one was a baby. So yeah. Yeah. No personality. <laughs> yet. yet. No. <laughs> Well, we'll see what happens to him in Argentina. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, but uh, I, I, I kind of have a similar kind of watch experience where I was, like, relating to certain, like, character aspects. Watching Thomas O'Malley again, I was like, yeah, of course I would be drawn to that as a kid. Like, I wanted to be smooth and cool mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, really chill, baby, you know, that sort of thing. And I was like, yeah, of course I'm drawn to that. But also, like... The relationship between uh, Duchess and Thomas O'Malley. Oh, God, yeah. Um, I was about to say, uh, reminded me of my parents. Oh, yeah. interesting. Actually, I did the same thing. Um, because my dad was homeless when my parents got married. Oh. Yeah, he was living out of his car. Oh, my. Um, he worked in L.A. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and my I was going to say, came my dad was not nice homeless. <laughs> I think my dad was always, he wasn't, my dad's never been cool. I would never use the word cool to describe my father. Goofy, going back to Goofy movie. Yep. That's my dad on a, to a T. But, like, he's always been kind of rough around the edges, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like, ah, well, you know, that's how it is sometimes. Whereas my mother, she's not a prissy woman, mm. but she's also very, like, casual. And my dad... My dad uh, always calls, says that she has, like, sapphire eyes, Aww. too, because my mom has blue eyes. Um, so it just, like, felt very reminiscent yeah. of that. And maybe oh, you just say I have a lot of family memories, too, so yeah. apologize no, for I that. I went more. My dad was homeless, and my mother <laughs> was raised um, in a very, not, like, a wealthy family, mm-hmm. but in a very formal family. Mm-hmm. Like, my sisters and I were required to take two years of piano and two years of ballet sure. growing up because we needed to have classical education. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> so I was like, mm, yes, I relate to this. Right. <laughs> You're like... I get this. Doing my scales and my peggios. I'm doing it, Mom. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. What else you got? Because uh, I can just ramble. We can uh, just go through the film beginning to end. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, usually... that's what we usually cool. do. Cool. Yeah. And so, um, like, we're kind of there. Like, you, you know, you got, you got, you got Madam, you got... Duchess and the Kittens, Scales and Arpeggios. It's a good place to pick up. That paint, like, how that paint looks in that film, mm-hmm. it looks so good. And the, like, and then the color mixing, too. Right, right. Oh, so pretty. Like, just, like, I remember that 
like there's certain things I remember watching animated films from when I was a kid and like that is like one of those things where I'm like, oh yeah, and the food, ooh, mm. oh the food looked so good. Even uh, Edgar trying to kill everyone, food was good looking. <laughs> creme de la creme, delicious. Mm-hmm. I should say with all of those opening scenes, so Toulouse is named for a French painter, yeah, and Berlioz is named for a composer, yes. So that's why those are their skills, yeah. And originally their skills were supposed to ingratiate them into the homes of Parisians as they were escaping Edgar. Oh, it's in the original story, but okay. Marie's got to be named after someone. I tried to figure it out. Couldn't find it. Um, I think I thought I saw in one of the bonus features we watched, she was labeled Marie Antoinette. Oh. oh. Could make sense. Because I know uh, Toulouse Le Trec for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have a big book on Toulouse Le Trec, and I was wow. like, ah, you beautiful little painter boy, little cat, painter cat, goofy cat. <laughs> and so, I, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of had a vibe. I was like, meh, meh, meh. Yeah. Roquefort's named for a cheese. Oh. <laughs> That's clutch. <laughs> I don't know what Fru-Fru is named for, but Lafayette and Napoleon are yeah. pretty obvious. And I, and, and, <laughs> oh, you mean gay. <laughs> uh, Lafayette was very gay, so <laughs> for Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> everyone was gay for Alexander Oh, my God. And everyone was gay for Lafayette. <laughs> mm. But they were French, so right. when you're French, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Throwing all caution to the wind. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, my notes are pretty sparse. Mine are too. Oh, then um, I... We were just enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, jeez, uh, I could just go on about oh. this film. It's so pretty. It's gorgeous. It's, the backgrounds are beautiful. Um, I was talking about, uh, for a little bit, the animation, like, quality. Mm-hmm. You don't get that kind of, like, rough look anymore. We talked about that in John Henry. John Henry mm-hmm. had that same rough yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, we don't see that a lot. Um, I think Jungle Book's going to have a little bit of that. Oh, it does. Oh, yeah. I love Jungle Book as well. But, yeah, Jungle Book's a good Robin movie. Robin Hood, too, probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um, a little bit. I don't know what else would, though. Like, nothing comes to mind. Right. I mean, I think, up. Uh, gosh, would, like... Up to, like, I would say probably up to, like, Black Cauldron. Black Cauldron might have some, Mm -hmm. but everything changes with Ariel, so. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going to say, you're going to get real clean. Oh, no, you won't get real clean. You'll get real rough on Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Yeah, um, that's going to be a good one, and I hope that you guys... Have you seen it, by the way? We've never seen it, so we're watching it with Maddie next week. Yes, yes, I know that, and I hope you guys enjoy it, because it is, from what I remember, a fun romp. Yeah, see, when when I found out that I was like, (laughs) it's Angela Lansbury fighting Nazis, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, it's Down. right, and it's funny because I always associated that film. God, this is not the Bedknobs and Broomsticks, but I always associated <laughs> it with Mary Poppins, and then because mm-hmm. same kind of elements. Yeah. And then when I got a little bit older, I was like, oh, oh, I mean, magic and animation, but also Angela Lansbury is fighting Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, but this film is so good. Yeah, yeah. I oh. Uh, t- Berlioz, I think it is, has the best insult for Edgar. He calls him Picklepus. <gasps> <laughs> and I thought that was the funniest thing. I just start calling people that. I'll start calling my students that. Don't be such a Picklepus. <laughs> They're gonna, and then you're gonna be the, the you're gonna be Miss Picklepus. I will. I will do that. Oh my god. Oh. I love Roquefort's little Sherlock getup. Mm. <laughs> 
Yeah, I just. It's yeah. adorable. A little, a, gen, a little gentleman, a little <laughs> fella, a little squeaky friend, a little riding coat. Yeah, just like ooh, <laughs> I don't know. That's nothing to you in the podcast audio world, but I did a bunch of wiggles while pretending to put on a hat while I made those noises. <laughs> um, man. You mentioned that, like, the way that To Lose was animated when he was, like, doing the painting and stuff. But, like, O'Malley, too, like, the way he moves, he moves like a cat. Right. Which I found, like, so interesting. And, like, Duchess always is just walking like mm-hmm. any four-legged animal because she's very prim and proper. But, like, even as he's talking to her, he, like, lays over on his belly and does like, the little cat sunning thing. And yeah. I was just like, oh, this is so cute and sweet, the way that he moves. And I really liked it. Oh, I was going to say Brooke. At one point, you brought up a very important discovery. Oh, no. Chase brought it up. I oh, found yeah. the photographic evidence. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, Thomas O'Malley's character design is, on some sources, they say Phil Harris, which is his voice actor. Nah. But other sources say Colart Gable. Woo! Uh, <laughs> and I think I you guys him. should definitely post that photo that you found. Because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was insane. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, well. <laughs> That's Which makes the geese moment much funnier when they're picking <laughs> apart his appearance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, um, and I don't know if you, I a couple of months ago, I did this thread while you know while I was on the last legs of my film struck thing mm-hmm. before they shut down. Mm-hmm. So I was just watching every movie in my play in my playlist I could get to, mm-hmm. and I was making this thread of like old Hollywood has a lot of generic looking white men. But there are there was a handful of them who, who could who could get it. Oh! <laughs> and actually, when we watched the Mary Poppins one, I added to it because Dick Van Dyke. Hey! Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say that we did. My roommates and I sat around and read your thread, your entire thread. <laughs> <laughs> I also did one where I I was like, okay, people, give me your um, like you know, I'll I'll tell you who you're. Your old Hollywood persona would be. Oh, I gotta find that thread. I want to know. Oh, oh, I already know yours. Oh, <gasps> don't say it on air. Tell I me will. after. I okay, will. no one gets to know. This is mine. <laughs> anyway, um, because Lindsay just told me that I'm like Jack Black, and that's just unfortunate. No, we're oh. talking. We're talking old Hollywood. Yeah. The 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 best. Yeah, I need to know because I'm and, I, androgynous queer legend. I, I can't. <laughs> I cannot live with Jack. Uh, I can't live with Jack Black. He's a very lovely man. Um, he takes. He's just very good. This is a Jack Black podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we no. review only oh, Jack no. Black films. Yep. Well, hey. Uh, uh, Shallow Hal. <laughs> school. <laughs> of Rock. See, but, um, I've told you. Uh oh. That when I was in middle school. <gasps> One of my first celebrity crushes was Jack Black. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, that's good. That's crispy. Oh, Jack. I, I I do love Jack Black. Oh man, we're getting so off subject. I'm so sorry. I want to no. talk about so much th- with this film too that I can't waste time talking about Jack Black. But that's very powerful, Brooke. That's a good energy to bring into this room right now. Thank you. <sighs> okay, movie. Let's get back to it. Okay. All right. Um. I loved all the reuse animation, like, even within the own film, because, yeah. you know, like, I'm sure you guys have talked about how, like, they reuse a lot mm-hmm. of stuff in different mm-hmm. films, yeah. and, like, dance sequences, mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Um, but even, I was like, that's pretty, like, buck wild to just do it in the same film, like, yeah. the same shots. I was like, <laughs> all right, I guess I have to rewatch a lot yeah. from that era. Well, and I think it was 
Bree, who was telling us, oh, like maybe during her episode that it was a Reitherman thing. Like he mm-hmm. wanted to be so efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, this isn't cheating. It's 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 right efficiency. Thrifty. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which he was the director. We didn't mention that, but mm-hmm. he directed this film, and so that makes sense for this to be the film that does it. And, and we had a good good chunk of the other of, of um, some other old men. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh man, I should have listened to Bree's episode. <laughs> Bree's very history and good yeah. at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. that's what I had been trying to be, but I did not do the research. Oh, <laughs> but also Bree's been doing this since she was a child. <laughs> that's true. Um, I I live with Bree. I think I mentioned earlier, and um, just for audio people, listeners, that's what they're called. Um, <laughs> and Bree. Bree's kind of the one that kind of kicked me and Lindsay back into like watching those films again mm-hmm. too. Like a f- before uh, the holiday season, um, uh, I had the chance to go Disney bounding with some friends uh, to see or to do Winnie the Pooh. You were one of them. Chase. I, I was there. <laughs> yeah, you got there when I was extremely crabby, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, not anyone's fault, anyway. Um, but uh, Bree's like, we should watch Winnie the Pooh, and I was like, all right, sure. And I just sat down, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then like, there's been moments in our apartment like that where Bree will just like have Aladdin on in the background while mm. she's drawing or cooking or doing stuff, yeah. and it's just nice to have on too. It's like having this kind of like childhood sound in your world and so that's why I was mad because I wanted to watch this film earlier in the week and Bree's like I have a life and I'm busy <laughs> no. she didn't say that she had things going on um, she's so good at all that history stuff but yeah, yeah, I think that's like one of the reasons I love doing this podcast so much is like I just have like a day a week where I get to sit down and watch some Disney movie mm-hmm. or short and right. like just chat about it and like we go back and forth on, like, Disney as a corporation and, like, mm-hmm. what that means, but, like, also Disney as art and what that means mm-hmm. and, like, forming child And, like, it's... And those God, things it's, aren't mutually exclusive. Right, right, right. And, like, also, like, you have to think about pop culture influences. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were things in that... I mean, I just brought up the Animaniacs earlier mm-hmm. when I was like, they reminded me of the Animaniacs. But, like, watching that film... I was like, oh, this must have kickstarted these kind of like humorous bits. And even mm-hmm. watching the short uh, Art of Skiing, there were things in that that I was like, oh, yeah, that influenced this, that influenced that, that influenced this. Mm-hmm. And then here we are. Well, like and- the goofy yell is iconic yeah, today yeah. as much as Donald's voice. Right. Like Don Cheadle, right? Yeah. Don <laughs> no, Cheadle, no. an American <laughs> treasure. <laughs> I literally just watched that clip like last night <laughs> because I was like, ah, it came up in my dash and I was like, play. If you don't, please. if you guys don't know this, uh, Brooke knows this. She shook her head and agreed. <laughs> but if uh, listeners don't know this, on DuckTales, there was a special, a very special episode where Donald was voiced by Don Cheadle and you have to look it up. It's so silly and amazing and epic. <laughs> Very good. It's very powerful. Anyway, but like you see so many influences just in our kind of world, and both like you were saying, like corporate and art and like mm-hmm. media and stuff, and it's wild. I mean, man, I don't know if we're talking about it. You know, X amount of years later, like, geez, right, right. Like it's got to be worth something. You yeah. know, it's worth something to someone, and that's the mm-hmm. cool part. Apparently not enough that I couldn't get a Thomas O'Malley pin from the parks, but that's fine. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the the things, the gifts? 
gift exchange? We can. We usually don't. I'm just really bitter about not finding a top. Well, I think we should talk about this because we both had a, 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 a an issue. Um, because I wanted to get you guys these pins from Hot Topic, and then there was this whole issue where they didn't have... There were the three heads of the kittens mm-hmm. on enamel pin, and I wanted to get them for both of you guys. And then I couldn't find them, and then the Hot Topic employee was like, I'm sorry, we actually just sold the last two. And I was like, that's Val from an alternate universe being more mindful to their <laughs> friends than Val from this universe is. Um, but thankfully, the woman was named Kat, so I thought this was a good energy. Mm-hmm. And she showed me these really cool Disney cat shirts, and I gifted them to Brooke and Chase. And, uh, very, very sweet gift. Chase is wearing yeah, yeah. hers, and uh, it looks great. Well, thank you. I, I hope. <laughs> um, but then they gifted me with these beautiful... Mickey Mouse ears that were <sighs> Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. I love him. Mm-hmm. He's a good man. You didn't talk about him when I, we opened. Well, but... <laughs> now we're here. <laughs> now but we're we won't. Here. We won't get into it because we still got to talk about Aristocats. We do still got to talk about Aristocats. Um, my next note literally is unrealistic relationship expectations, <laughs> which is funny because we both talked about how it's related well, to our parents. <laughs> well, and it's funny. My next two notes are: Oh no, she has kids, and Oh no, he's great with kids. <laughs> heard you say in the, in the room oh no he's great with kids <laughs> I love his little like crisis for a moment where yeah. he's like oh there's kids Kate have a good time God, I'm an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Wait up, let me yeah. let me save you. Yeah. Oh man. But I do like it, and then they kind of become a little family mm-hmm. unit throughout, and it's mm-hmm. really cute. It's pretty great. I just love at the end too. Where uh, um, she's like, yeah, now that we adopted him, and you might have future kids, and he's like, oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, just That's like, well, <laughs> hey, O'Malley, come on now, kitten uh, daddy, anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, but like, really, some beautiful scenery and some beautiful, mm-hmm. like, I kept staring at like the paintings of the backgrounds of the countryside mm. like those were beautiful even in the rain like it was just absolutely stunning um and just like all the also the little like french town like yeah. stuff oh, it was so pretty um and yeah. the colors the cobble- cobblestones were amazing too right like, in various scenes like the detail work of that done oh mm-hmm. And the mill made me happy because mm-hmm. it, like we watched the old mill a few mm-hmm. episodes back and it's like <laughs> You're like, oh, the mill. No. <laughs> well, it was the first time I'd seen the Aristocats since I'd seen the old mill for the first time. Mm. Oh. I was going to say, like, just, like, such love mm-hmm. and care into those movies. I mean, besides the reuse. No. <laughs> um, but, like, so much love and care into a Disney movie. Like, and you know, like, you know it's, when we say love and care, it's just hard work and the sweat box, but, yeah. <laughs> but still, like, you can see, like, the appreciation behind it and the appreciation yeah. behind what they did. And mm-hmm. that has to be a, a little bit of love if you're going to spend all those hours in there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Maybe it starts out with that. <laughs> <laughs> love and then it's all Yeah, like, as I'd say, I don't work in animation. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, um, there's been times where, and I'm sure this is, uh, the, the most shows that I've worked on, um, I've worked on a variety of different things. But most things that I've worked on, you're always, like, the first thing is, like, you build up and you're like, great, like, okay, let's, it's like beginning of the season, let's make this fresh new slate, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And then by, like, 
a few episodes in of working on it, it's like, let's try to reuse as much as we possibly can, please. <laughs> we gotta sleep sometime, <laughs> But, yeah. I so feel I like <laughs> any job has that element, right? Oh, Where right. You, like, you start and you're like, this is great, I'm so excited. It's your honeymoon period. And then by the time June rolls around. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's, oh, God. It's just, like, if you're a regular teacher, you at least get, like, your breakthrough moments occasionally. Like, uh-huh. subbing is, there's no honeymoon subbing. Oh, no. <laughs> this is true. The honeymoon is your paycheck. Oh, God. <laughs> And don't forget your prep period. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. oh baby. And sometimes you'll have, sometimes third will be your prep, and then you have first lunch, or sometimes you'll have second lunch, and then your prep is fifth. Mm-hmm. The best is when your last period is your prep period, and you get to go home early if the district is nice. Well, mm. the only, in my district, that only ever happened happens when you teach a zero period so you got there at seven anyway oh, <laughs> oh my gosh i did time. have one sub schedule where they were on block schedule and this guy taught this teacher taught a zero period um but because i was subbing they didn't make me do the zero period he just canceled the zero period mm-hmm. for that week um so i was there first period second period and then he would teach three and four but they didn't have three and four that day I went home at like eleven in the morning. That's amazing. It was I wonderful. Love this teach talk. <laughs> oh man! When I was a kid, I wanted to be a teacher, but now I'm glad that I. Got... <laughs> I didn't want to be a teacher either. <laughs> no. Oh, um, I didn't. I was a fourth generation. My great grandmother, my grandmother, and my mother are oh. all teachers, and I was like, I'm never gonna be a teacher. Mm. My dad's a teacher, and now I sub for him sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's funny because I wanted to be a teacher when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then when I got older, I was like, I I can do animation. I can do, like, cartoon. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny that you both were like, I don't want to be a teacher. And then you became teachers, and I was like, I want to be a teacher. And I did not become a teacher. <laughs> well, see, I... I didn't. I decided not to major in English or music because I thought I'm just going to end up being a teacher. Oh! So I majored in political science. <laughs> it turns out city governments are very picky about who they hire. <laughs> Dang! So you became a teacher. So I'm a sub until a, until a government hires me. <laughs> Woo! Hey, government! Oh, you. That <laughs> That's the feds. Who wants to work for the feds? Uh, exactly. Right now. Good point. Punks. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I was going to say too, like. Even though, like, that stuff, like, working in animation is, like, being like, yeah, and then being like, ah, it's always worth it. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I find, I mean, obviously, this is just television, which Mm -hmm. is a completely different world from feature animation, Mm -hmm. like, totally. I mean, you got the basic same pipeline, but just, like, way different. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's, it's always, like... (laughs) <laughs> if I ever have to stay late, like, the stuff that I'm making is always, like, worth it for mm. that stuff. Um, sometimes I'll get crabby if I have to miss something. But, um, <laughs> like, at the end of the day, you're making stuff that you hope will bring, like, so much happiness. Like how Aristocats brings us happiness mm. and made us happy mm-hmm. as kids. Mm-hmm. Um like, at the end of the day, you're doing that for other people, or you hope you're doing that for yeah. other people. And that, I think, ultimately brings joy. Um, and I hope... I'm Maybe I'm, like, a rare case. I don't think I'm a rare case, <laughs> but I think a lot of people in animation, like, genuinely, like, hope for that, too. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I just wanted to state that because I was like being like, yeah, and then after like six months, it gets terrible. <laughs> I don't want to imply that at all. No. It's a lot busier and you try to look for different sorts of ways to mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't mean I hate my kids in June. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready yeah. for the job to be over. <laughs> but no. Which is funny because never ready for the job to be over in animation. <laughs> Please, I want to make cartoons forever. I'm like considering like I was like, oh man, I'm gonna be like very old and still want to work. There's people here that I know. I told you I knew mm-hmm. a woman that worked on Lady and the Tramp, the mm-hmm. original, and she was in her 70s or something when she was on the last show I was on, and that's the show she retired on in 2016. And yeah. I was like, that's going to be me. I'm going to be working in animation till I'm 70-something years old. Mm-hmm. X amount of years later for the same company. <laughs> God, I hope. <laughs> um, and making just things to make people smile. Yeah. Well, I'm stuck here. <laughs> I'm stuck here. Oh, it makes da- me happy. Oh, darn. Yeah. Oh, darn. <laughs> I have a fulfilling job. <laughs> so, um, we're... Um, so the cats are wandering home, and we meet, oh man, those clueless English anti-geese. I oh, love man. them. <laughs> what were their names? Amelia? And Abigail. No, no, wait. Abigail Gabble. Abigail for sure. Is Amelia? Amelia, Amelia okay. Gabble, Abigail Gabble. Yeah. Oh, very good. <laughs> I love them. And their uncle was the drunk goose. Yes, I love did not ever understand that scene till tonight. Oh, <laughs> like you, you as a kid, you get like, okay, he's like drunk, but what, like I didn't have a lot of context for being drunk. And now, as an adult, watching that scene, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. And like O'Malley's like, he's been marinated, and I was like, ooh, Woo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't realize. Uh, I guess I didn't understand. I understood like the plot of the film, like Will. Like, must have meant something like, if she goes away, that means they get the money and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I understood that. But then they were like, yes, my attorney is coming to visit. I'm like, oh, whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this went zero to 60 real fast. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that attorney. Oh. Yeah, he's, oh, we didn't even talk about him. Oh, my oh, gosh. George. Oh. George is amazing. A hip little man. <laughs> oh, he's funky. Mm-hmm. I just, Do you think he and Adelaide were ever a thing? Uh, I think... I think Adelaide's a lesbian. Oh! Valid. <laughs> oh, I love all of this energy. Both both, both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, it just happened here. Oh, yeah, that was good. Because <laughs> I thought both things. I was like, oh, they're either, like, they either, like, have been hooking up since, like, mm-hmm. 1842, mm-hmm. or they're both queer or they're both gay mm-hmm. and just like our best friends because they're gay mm-hmm. i was like it's one of those energies so the fact that you both said that <laughs> makes me feel strong <laughs> um i think one of my favorite parts too of that movie is the visual of um edgar and george like going like <laughs> up the, the stairs, stairs. Oh, i love that <laughs> like Oh, that just like the animation is so fun because they kind of like twist around mm-hmm. each other and like just like <sighs> bumbling a little bit. It's fun. I love the spring back on the suspenders. That's oh, one of my favorite guys. There was like twice or three times in this film when that happened, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> ooh, get him. Um, and I know I mentioned this earlier, but uh, creme de la creme and the oats for the horse, mm-hmm. all of that looked delicious. Like, Miyazaki food looks delicious, but, like, <laughs> Disney food, ooh, 
Ooh, I was mm-hmm. like, mm, give me some of that sleepy mm-hmm. juice, baby. <laughs> uh, even the oats, I was like, give me an oat. Like, just one. I just want to know. <laughs> oh, then we have a short for you with uh, butter, buttered corn on the cob. Oh, yeah. Bread. We'll what? play that. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, make, yeah, we need to make sure to play that. Yeah, what? no, you're, mm. a, you're, a, you're a little. What mm. is this? Uh, the red the, little, the little, the wise, little, wise little hen. Ooh, okay. Donald's first appearance. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't it's, seen that. I don't legit think. It's and the food looks great. Too. Oh boy, I just like I couldn't get over the fact that I was like that cracker still looks delicious. Like <laughs> that looks so good. Give me that cracker. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. why am I doing this? Me whenever um, Chris Hemsworth walks into a room. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh jeez. <laughs> Uh, I probably could have picked somebody else, but that I was on you know the spot. What? He's the first Hemsworth. cracker you thought of, <laughs> which is weird because usually it's Chris Evans. I would have said Chris Pine. Honestly, <laughs> dang, Chris Hemsworth's a, a thick boy. Um, he is. So I get that. I get that. My mom's really into him, so I get that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think it would, would be remiss if we did not talk about. All those lovely fun strays. Yeah, yes. we're just about at the alley cat scene now that we finished mm-hmm. up the geese. Yeah. Um, I felt like the scene had a lot of the same energy as the dog pound. Yeah. Oh. From Lady and the Tramp. Oh. Yeah. Well, and you even get a lot of the same voices. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. And the same stereotypes. Yeah. Yes. Woo. Um, Scat Cat was supposed to be voiced by Louis Armstrong. Right. And the song that he was supposed to sing, did I write down what it's called? Yeah, it's called The Jazz Cats. Um, and it was written by the Sherman Brothers. Don't know what happened to it. What, what, did, what did he say? I <laughs> don't know why they didn't include it. <laughs> Sorry, that was part of the special feature. From, from a different, for a different song. Yeah, which, was, which we should definitely talk about. Yeah. But he just turns, he's like talking to the camera and he's like, don't know why they didn't include that. It was just like, oh, the salt? The air got salty. Did anyone else taste that? But if, if you're a Sherman brother, that is... Your oh, prerogative. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so you were talking about how Louis Armstrong was supposed to come Yeah, in. he was sick, um, so they could not get him. Probably on his last legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guy they did get, um, they ended up changing... Uh, the scat... Scatman, <laughs> whose name escapes me. Oh. Uh, I'll edit it in. Okay. <laughs> um, but they changed the name to Scat Cat for this new character. Scatman, uh, what's his name? Yeah, um, Scatman, what's his don't name? Don't put that in. <laughs> Scatman Crothers? Yeah, yeah. Scatman Crothers? 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 Uh, mm. Is there a C? Hey Siri. Yeah, Scatman Crothers. Oh, nice. we got there in the end. Okay, you have to re-say that though. I don't want you to cut me insane. No, I'm not actually okay. gonna edit it. Oh, <laughs> God, that's too much work. I I had a feeling it was. Ugh, now I'm embarrassed on the internet forever, <laughs> like I always am. It's like one of my favorite Mbim Bam jokes is when they're like Griffin, edit in blah blah blah, and he's like, yeah, okay, and definitely doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Chase, edit in a big, cool, nasty. <laughs> Friendship. <laughs> Edit and friendship. I don't need to. It's already here. Dang. Uh, I had a student where we were like, okay, guys, we got a lot planned for today. And he's like, love and affection? 
You always have my love and affection. You don't have to ask. What a little punk. <laughs> He's a little punk. This is why I don't teach. <laughs> oh, but they, um, those, oh, that oh, cat band. Yeah. yeah. Instead of the jazz song, we got a swing song. Yeah. Uh, which was still just as fun. Everybody wants to be a cat. cat. Which is actually a jazz standard now. Oh, okay. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Wow! Oh, everyone does want to be a cat. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those cats. I like. I mean, <laughs> well, it's, I like the sequence. It, yeah. The colors are fun. The light is fun. I remember all there of that very vividly. So many immigrant stereotypes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> we thought we left those behind in 1940. We did not. Well, 1970. We still got the Italian. The Italian. The Russian. The Russian. Chinese. I hate that Chinese is a noun. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, mm-hmm. that was awkward. I've, I've, everyone in the room, the hippie. No, I'm kidding. Um, but that whole, like, that whole band, yeah. Oh, he is actually the English cat. Oh, oh my gosh. So. It's oh, is un- supposed to be like a beetle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy, I didn't even see that when I so. got that. It's on the shirt, by the way. The English cat and the Italian cat are on the shirt that I purchased for. Scat cat Wolfram. is not on the shirt. And you know what? The uh, the Russian cat and the Chinese cat are not on that shirt either. <laughs> Interestingly <amazing>. enough, <laughs> uh, scat cat isn't on that shirt. That's funny. No, Figaro's on here though. Yeah. Replace no, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but I do remember that sequence extremely vividly. Mm-hmm. Like when, when you said uh, Aristocats, that's what I remember. Like mm. just like that whole sequence mm-hmm. at the end. Well, at the end too, like of performing mm-hmm. and everyone kind of getting in on it, and it was yeah. so colorful and so bright, and it's like one of those things you just cannot mm-hmm. like purge from your brain yeah in my opinion well, i always loved growing up duchess of solo oh um, yeah i've mentioned before there are moments where i'm like this scene informed my f- in idea of femininity uh-huh. duchess playing the harp is one of those scenes where oh. i was like this is what it is to be a woman <laughs> adored by men as you sing and play the harp with like this beautiful light work going on around you you got the most important one out of those three Oh, which is oh. the most important one? The men staring at you? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. No. Thomas O'Malley joining in for the duet. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, but like that whole sequence is just such a strong. Mm-hmm. It's just so strong. It it's sense. iconic to this film. Yeah, right. Um, there's not a lot. I guess there's probably not a lot about this film that is iconic other than everybody wants to be a cat. And Thomas O'Malley's introduction. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> Jesus. How many names did he have? Abraham DeLacy, Giuseppe Casey, Thomas O'Malley. O'Malley, that's, the alley that's cat. That's five given names. That's not including J. J. Thomas O'Malley. Yeah. 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 I was say J is four. I mean, O'Malley is, O'Malley is Irish, so it's probably James. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're probably right. Mm-hmm. That, unless all of that together is his last name. <laughs> <laughs> that would make his first name Abraham. Oh. Yep. Abe. Abe Lincoln. <laughs> Abe Stinkin. <laughs> um, don't know why I said that. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, watching this film, too, like, uh, I'm in, like, story-wise, I guess, like, Disney stories have such, like, a clear and strong like beat by beat what's mm-hmm, happening mm-hmm. that watching something a little bit older like this you're like oh and now yeah. we're here and now we're here which i still i really 
liked. I was yeah. like, it's really refreshing to have that. Like, it didn't put me off personally. I don't know about you guys. Um, no, and that's something that, like, we haven't really talked about, but I've definitely noticed. Like, narrative is different yeah. in older films. Basically, everything before Star Wars um, <laughs> is different. Mm-hmm. Star Wars was the game changer, and that was the hero's journey and right. man with a thousand faces and right. now every movie is the same right and but like watching this film um, I'm kind of trying to get more into screenwriting and stuff mm-hmm. myself um watching that film this film was so refreshing because you still have all the basic characters yeah. there protagonist antagonist side characters galore right. and story is still there you still have a solid story but it feels much more like Loose. loose and like it's not so much to like you were saying like the mm-hmm. structures of stuff and then Star yeah. Wars happens I yeah, don't know yeah. if that's I trust that it's true it's coming from you but um, <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars sounds right I'll say that <laughs> no I read I read Man with a Thousand Faces in college <laughs> I didn't read Man with a Thousand Faces but I did read A Hero's Journey which mm-hmm. is the reforming of Man with mm-hmm. a Thousand Faces mm-hmm. oh but, but yeah. yeah it's it's Sorry, I shouldn't have my T-shirt over my mouth. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's just like a fun romp. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of those films too mm-hmm. were from back then. Because again, we were watching Winnie the Pooh, and to be fair, Winnie the Pooh was like a stitching up of like all the Winnie the yeah. Pooh shorts, but it still kind of told a story similar to that yeah. and have a narrative similar to that, yeah. and like. So it's very interesting to kind of, like, consume that and be like, yeah, yeah, this is still really fun, and I'm still having a lot of fun. I wouldn't put it at, like, Oscar nomination worthy, but uh, it's just, like, fun. But even, like, Mary Poppins was Oscar nominated, and it has that same feel of, like... It five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. Didn't quite win Best Picture, but it was nominated for Best Picture, and it's still that same... Not disjointed, that's not the right word, mm-hmm. but, like, varied storytelling. Right, right. You just have, like, scenes that are connected thinly, mm-hmm. but connected. Right. Um, and more subtle character development. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, Disney. Oh, Disney. And, yeah. <laughs> On the song, oh. I just looked down at my, like, what notes do I have next? Yeah. Okay, Duchess can swing dance. Oh. She's an Aristocat. Who taught Duchess how to swing dance? Mm. What were her wild teen days like? Uh, she has three kittens. This is true. Yeah. That's true. And uh, Toulouse and Berlioz don't look like they came from the same dad. (laughs) (laughs) Brooke, you were just like, "Mm." (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to (laughs) disagree. No, uh, I'm just saying. I mean, unfortunately, Marie is for sure. Mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. Duchess, mm-hmm. but <laughs> although okay, so actually oh. another fun fact about mm-hmm. this film: the cats have an extensive pedigree that was cut. Oh. Um, but there's like a whole like because they're Aristocats, so they have like this mm-hmm. huge thing that just ended up not in the film. Oh, you know what? I saw in some of the concept art. Yeah, yeah, like there was a portrait yep. of like a real fancy looking cat, fat boy, <laughs> yeah. fat boy, big fat boy, definitely one of Duchess's ancestors for sure. Yeah, that's I, I saw that too. Oh man. I think I know what I'm going to be doing in The Sims. Making a fat chonker. <laughs> the whole pedigree of these big cats. Oh. <laughs> There's a cats and dogs yes. now. I do know I am aware of the cats and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but you, gotta ma- you have to make Aristocats in The Sims. Yes. Virtual Aristocats. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
Make that fat chonker and then keep on going. <laughs> See if you end up with uh, a white, a black, and an orange cat. <laughs> well, Berlioz is brown on the shirt. Yeah, yeah he that's, is. That's interesting, too. Because brown cats aren't common unless they're tabbies. Right. And he was definitely, like, how Lucifer looks yeah, like, in the film. Yeah, he was definitely a black cat or, like, a very dark gray. They yeah. all have Duchess's eyes, at least on this t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what that wasn't the case, because... Uh, uh, Toulouse had, no, Berlioz had, one of them had yellow eyes. I think Toulouse did. Yeah, because I, I, I think you're right, yeah. Because he's the one who's the alley cat. Yeah, yeah, um, he had yellow eyes, Toulouse had yellow eyes for sure, and the other two had blue eyes. So that's, this shirt, garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry, we have to return the shirt. I already took the tag off to put it on. Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh boy. I'm gonna walk home and my parents are gonna be like, okay. We always knew this day was coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, man. What else about this lovely, lovely film? Did oh. they kill Edgar at the end? A good Mailing question. Mailing him to Africa in 1910. With no air holes. Mm. I mean, he could have banged his way at, like... like <laughs> <laughs> oh, banged on Chase, the Naughty brain. Like, between travel here's the thing he never came back no he didn't i mean i wouldn't either though if i had but all your stuff's there in 1910 he committed a crime (laughs) (laughs) that man was driven by greed the only animals knew his crime it's true but if he disappeared shortly after the whole thing i think it would have been it would not have been long before they looked at him okay yes Mm -hmm. here's the thing so if he didn't die that means he survived that, mm-hmm. and then he changed his ways because he's he was living in greed, and then he was like, well, I'm not going to go back for my things or stuff, mm-hmm. so that I'm going to live on the streets now. Mm-hmm. Do some or, art on the left bank. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't sound right for his character. No. Like, if I were that character, I would go back to get my things. True. Hubris is a flaw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, he died. Okay. <laughs> Unless um, if he didn't have f- access to food and water in the trunk, it would have been just a couple days. Right. Mm-hmm. Barely, probably, right? Mm-hmm. I was going to, but we don't, what happens in Aristocats 2? What was planned mm-hmm. for Aristocats 2? I don't know. Too? We didn't watch that video of the storyboards. Well, yeah. I mean, because it could have been a few, like maybe like a few weeks later and he comes back and he does get his things. Could be. We don't know. I do feel like I have to say, like, he is. One of the least compelling villains we have ever encountered. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) He's he's the biggest goofball. Honestly? He's introduced, like, not even as a villain at first. Right. You are unaware that he is a villain. Um, Like, if I didn't remember the scene vividly of the creme de la creme, I Mm -hmm. probably wouldn't have remembered that he was Mm -hmm. the bad guy at all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I probably would have messed up, and I thought about it, too. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I thought this happened in 101 Dalmatians, but I guess it's this movie, (laughs) and vice versa in other parts. Um, Did we talk about Napoleon and Lafayette? Being gay? (laughs) We mentioned them by name, but we didn't discuss them in detail. um, I just thought it was funny because those very (laughs) French names are, like... But coming out of the southern southern dog, <laughs> they're but, so oh the little <laughs> animation of him scratching his neck. Ooh, I think that was one of those funny things. Because like, cause sometimes you're like, oh yeah, Louisiana made its way to the rest of the South, and so like that's why you mm-hmm. end up with like total you know total cracker boys named Lafayette, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like Lafayette Ronald Hubbard, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's not talk about that on this podcast. I don't want to do nothing like that. No, thank you. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. I, again, uh, just like the animation of the dogs, too. Ugh, so I fun. I I, 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 when we started playing the last part of the uh, Everybody Wants to Be a Cat, mm-hmm. at the very end, I was like, oh! I remember of like him getting hit mm-hmm. by the end, and he's like, "I get to say when the end is." All right, it's the end. <laughs> I like I remembered that while that was happening. I was like, "Yes, yes, yes!" <laughs> Make it a meta joke. I love it. Make that break that fourth wall, baby. Yes, <laughs> I was very excited about that. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a good gag to end with. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so good. It's so good. It's a good time. I have one more note. Oh, which one? The flat feet. Oh, the flat feet. That was my favorite joke um, that the the sisters made. Um, Amelia, you were born with flat feet. I thought that was the funniest thing as a kid, and it was just as funny when I watched it as an adult. Um, I like that you were like, this is so funny, I need to write this down before yeah, I forget. Yeah. That's valid. Uh, my last note, though. Um, so we talked about on Dumbo how Timothy can talk to people, and he's, like, the only animal to cross that boundary. Roquefort also crosses that boundary when he's doing the combination lock, and he shouts for quiet. Right. Edgar responds. Right. So Roquefort can also talk to humans. It's it's a mouse thing. I guess it's a mouse thing. It has to be a mouse thing. Because, like, that was something else I noticed, too, because I was like, what... What moments of this, and, and they have no rules for that, mm-hmm. like breaking the fourth wall at mm-hmm. the end, and like has moments like that. There's no rules for that because the cats meow and meow mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. Madame, and like nothing, like it's just mm-hmm. cats. Well, and Disney was adamant that the animals were not supposed to talk while humans were on screen, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Like yeah. that's pretty much like a rule for a lot of yeah. animated stuff now, still, but. That was interesting that they made that choice with mm-hmm. uh, Rogue for saying quiet, and then like also uh, just like I mean, it's, 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 a, it's good. It's a good gag, right? Oh, yeah. And it's done for a gag versus Timothy, who like talks to a human to further the plot. <laughs> um, but so, see, because if Edgar was smart, he'd just sell the mouse, the talking mouse, <laughs> and it's not like he was anybody's pet, right? right. He's just like, wait a minute. <laughs> If I want money, I could just sell this talking mouse. Then again, that was that was the problem with Donkey and Shrek. You're right. So, could have pulled a donkey from Shrek. Now I'm a flying talking mouse. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you said you had one more note. Do you have any more notes? I did no. not take notes, unfortunately. I just wanted to experience. Yeah. Note. Yeah, what I didn't take you? a lot of notes. No, that was it. I, That'd be done. That was your last note? Right there. Roquefort can also talk to people. Quiet. Quiet. Oh, boy. Quietly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I want to ask you guys then, like, did that hold up to your expectations? Yes. 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 It's everything I remembered. Aw. Yeah. In a good way or bad way? Good. 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 It was one of my favorites growing up, and it still is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, are you both cat people? I am of the opinion that, like... It's dumb to like have a major preference. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't mind dogs, mm-hmm. um, but I do have a preference for cats because that's what I'm used to. Right. I yeah. have grown up with cats and dogs. Yeah. So I'm very down the middle of the road. There so we go. I have a lovely kitty cat and a lovely dog. So do you have a cat? <laughs> I have a cat. Do you think how, how would your cats act? No, they would not get along. Oh no, not oh, okay. together. Great. I meant great. if they were if animated they were... cartoons in Aristocats. 
Um, she would fit in pretty well because her full name and title is Sushi Norma, Queen of Sheba. Oh, so she already knows. <laughs> yeah. She knows. My cat would look real skinny because she has no meat on her bones. Would she be more like... What kind of personality? Um, sushi is a whiny. Kind of. I'm pulling up her Instagram right now. Oh. By the way, her Instagram is at Sushi Sheba. See? And that that would be. Duchess would have an Instagram now. She for would sure. not. Instagram is for the common folk. Oh, dang. Oh, she does. Oh, look at this little pose. Hello. Yes. D&D pose. Uh, what kind of personality would she have? Um, She is very. Like she just decided, she, she, I know she was my she was the lion to my Dorothy for Halloween. Aww. Um, she's very particular. Like she just decides what she wants, and she doesn't take it. Like she was living, she ran away from our neighbors, and she was living on the street for months. And but she liked oh. hanging out in front of our house. And then one winter when it got cold, mm-hmm. um, she decided to hang out in our garage and then that's when my mom fed her and now and at first she was only allowed in my room we had to take the screen out of my window so she could jump in and out oh and now she sleeps on my parents bed all the time oh so she's gotten used Mm -hmm. to it and as we're recording this yesterday was her ninth birthday (gasps) oh happy birthday sushi because i arbitrarily decided that her birthday what her birthday was going to be like when we were going to celebrate and it's around you know the same time as when she started living with us oh that's so good. Mm-hmm. So she she's kind of like an um, alley cat that then got uh, spoiled. Yeah, A little and Thomas she, O'Malley. She's, she's not like super affectionate. Like, mm-hmm. um, my brothers think she's terrible. Just <laughs> <laughs> like awful. Yeah, and they're so mean to her. Oh, <laughs> like they'll hold her for way longer than she's comfortable with, and mm. just be like, "Oh, you're a bad. Get up on her face. You're a bad um. cat." I do sometimes, I am a little nasty to mm-hmm. my parents' cat sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'll just call her a big baby and be like, <laughs> you are the biggest, dumbest baby in America. Did you know that? Like, but obviously it's mm-hmm. all, like, play. No, we do that to, to Sush because she, when she decides it's d- breakfast or dinner time. Uh, <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, that's how cats be. At four in the morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, with Jade, it's always breakfast or dinner time because she's so old. Anytime anyone is in the kitchen, she just has to Eats. be there and mm-hmm. yell at you, even though we don't usually feed her. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do sometimes. Oh. There is there is a bag of treats on the thing, but then you have to give some to Blue, too. Yeah, once oh. you start feeding the cat, Blue needs her treats. Oh, big puppy hungry. Yeah. So, uh, would Jade, how would, uh, how's Jade fit into the world? Would Super she have a... Super whiny, needy. <laughs> she loves to cuddle. Aww. Um, there. Jade and Sushi caricaturized. Beautiful. <laughs> Got her like her angry face. Yeah, <laughs> that's very good. Jade is all skin and bones. Mm-hmm. Um, her muscles have been deteriorating for like three years now. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. she's like fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so she can't wait walk straight. She would have. She would be very fun to animate. Actually, so, so she's a little hitch in her gait. A gate. couple of senior ladies. Yeah, who don't get along. Couple yeah. of ladies. Yeah, old lady cats. <laughs> it's Golden Girls, except they don't get along. <laughs> I mean, they don't really get along in Golden Girls half the time. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Would they be friends with Thomas O'Malley and Duchess and all of them? Ooh, 
Yes or no? Hard yes no. or no? Oh. Jade, okay, so Jade grew up with her sister in the same house. Like, oh. Jade and Sasha grew up together. Um, Sasha passed away in 2014, I think. Uh, maybe 15. But either way, they did not like each other. They were kittens together, they played together, and then they did not like each other. Wow. And Sushi, you can't bring any other animal into, like, the, if you put the guinea pigs up in her face, she'll sniff at them, and sometimes she'll groom them. Groom them. Another another cat comes around, a dog comes around, it is all hisses and stay away from me. And um, I think we've mentioned before, our friend's dog Rosie stays with us sometimes, mm-hmm. and Rosie has gotten swatted more than once. <gasps> oh, ooh, ooh, Rosie. Mm-hmm. She's, a, she's a pupper. <laughs> <laughs> a she's, like, she's, I think she just turned a year old. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Rosie's adorable. Rosie just wants to be friends with everyone. Just a that friendly sounds like blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I think we're done. Yeah. Um, so, so um, if you want to find me, my name's Val Patron. Um, I'm on the internet usually at T O W S E R S Towser's Factory. Um, uh, Twitter, Instagram, stuff like that. Uh, I usually talk a lot about work stuff, um, talk about podcast stuff, and I also cosplay, which is a lot of fun. Um, lots of it, my Instagram is cosplay, that's why I had to mention that. Um, and if you want to check out some of the podcasts that I work mm-hmm. on, uh, Plucking Daisies. Pluck Daisies Pod Thank is you. your handle. <laughs> <laughs> May always does it every week. <laughs> Mason, the co-host. Um, yeah, Pluck Daisy's Pod on Twitter. Is, is your that- Twitter? Oh yes. golly. Okay. <laughs> we also have an Instagram, which is Plucking Daisy's Pod okay. at, at Instagram, I think. <laughs> um, uh, and you can also email us at Plucking Daisy's Pod if you ever just want to email us about at Gmail. Yeah, uh, <laughs> e- at gmail.com. If you ever just want to email us, and if you want to be on the show, uh, we take a lot of people, um, friends, uh, not enemies, uh, <laughs> or new friends, old friends, colleagues, you know, whatever. Come. Come on by. We have fun. Um, and we then record in this very room. We do record in this very room. <laughs> and then I, I'm also the uh, audio wizard at uh, Cryptic Keeper, which is Cryptic Keep Pod on Twitter. There's also a Cryptic Keeper Appreciation Group, uh, which I highly recommend y'all join if you're interested in that sort of thing. And right now, the friends over at Cryptic Keeper are raising money um, to do their very first live show, which is really exciting. Um, and if you want to check that out, they have a Patreon, which I believe is also Cryptic Keeper at Patreon. So. Nice. Um, I think that's really it. Uh, Big City Greens, uh, we're airing the second part of our season one right now. Um, it's on Disney Channel. Um, and we're, I think we're going to be airing for a while in this month, January. I'm not sure where we are at February right now. (laughs) Um, we have a lot of fun people come on. We have a lot of cute stories, really good family stories. That's why I love this show is like, it's really about the family. And as I've talked about my parents, 1,300 times (laughs) on this show, I love family stories. And I think that's another reason why I like Aristocats. Anyway, you can watch that. Um, there's also, it's on the Disney now app. If you want to check it out. I also worked on other Disney shows, but I'll, and other shows in general and stuff. Uh, <laughs> so you can check those out too if you want. But I think that's about it. Um, yeah. If you yeah. want to find us, we're Drawn Out Cast on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at Drawn Out, drawn out Cast at gmail.com. You better Excellent. email about all those things we talked about too. <laughs> and next week's a mini-sode. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I think it's actually going to be our birth control episode. I just did the calendar yes! this afternoon. Um, so we'll get into those educational shorts. Yes. Oh, I have seen this one. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't think I've seen the birth control one, but I have seen the period one. Yeah. Oh, that is what I've seen. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, pause real quick. Uh, when is this episode coming out? February 12th. So this is your Valentine's Day episode. Mm-hmm. It is. Of love. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Love it. Okay, that's mm-hmm. all I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Continue. Um, you can find me at Chaser Tiff. Me at Brooke and Mimi. Um, I think that does it. This does it? <laughs> yeah. I think we should all sing Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. That's, no, I'm goofing. <laughs> I'm goofing. But I think, I think we... We can uh, do that in the car on the way back. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I ask you guys a question? Okay. Last thing, I promise. Mm-hmm. What kind of cat would you be? I'd be a very fluffy cat. Yeah. Probably a Persian. Nice. LBR. Or Duchess. I just want to be Duchess. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. Brooke? What, who's that cat that goes like the... Um, <laughs> uh, just to let you know, uh, Brooke just <laughs> stuck her tongue out and smiled, and it was very sweet. <laughs> what kind of cat would you be? Um, I'd be a Maine Coon. Ooh, yeah. big me, beefy boy. Love yeah. me a Maine Coon. Yeah, but probably just a generic American short hair. Mm. Wait, no, no, wait. wait yeah, no. American long hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how you looked at your own hair as if you were looking at your hands and, and being like, wait. I picked like one of the longest hair cats. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> never happened. Never. Um, I think your hair right now is about the longest I've ever seen it. <laughs> Before we close out then, favorite Disney cat uh, of all time. Let me see mm. the shirt. Ooh. No, <laughs> this is a good, good chunk. Mine's yeah. probably Figaro or the Cheshire Cat. Nice. O'Malley. O'Malley? Thomas O'Malley the Alley? This is a good one. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm making eye contact with Oliver from Oliver and Company. Oh, okay, well, cutie. He's cute, but I don't know. Thomas O'Malley. Thomas O'Malley He's pretty... could get it. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Both of you, nasty cats. Nasty cats. I had cat. to say it okay. before we closed out. Chase is the one right. really serious about it. Oh, yeah, I think it goes... No, no, here, here's, the, here's the thing. On this show, we talk about astrology. We talk about how Chase is a furry. We didn't <laughs> astrologize any cats. Oh my gosh, we did not. Too bad. And we talk about how I want babies. So. Yeah, those are our catches. Brooke wants babies. I am <laughs> a goddamn furry. I'm a furry, I guess. <laughs> we gotta wrap this up though now. This has been a very drawn out closing. Thank you, Val. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is in no way affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its subsidiaries. The views expressed in this podcast by its hosts and its guests belong solely to those people and are not in any way representative of Disney nor any of our employers. Thanks for listening.